The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. I am your host, as always, Pylon, here with Doc. How's it going, Doc? We found you. I'm good. I'm back. I'm good. Oh, you good. cut How out of my ears everybody? there. That was hilarious. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's just funny because I've got it set to, like, I've been getting weird feedback sounds. So I'm running the mic from you to my ears differently than what the people will hear on stream. They'll hear, like, the actual you. Whereas I'm hearing oh, a different version I'm of so you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it was just like NVIDIA broadcast in my ears was like, that's not a human talking. It's like, oh. it's like that's a dog in the background and cut it out. <laughs> well, I am doing well. I am happy to be back. I seriously miss everybody. Like it has been way too freaking long. It's been way um, too how, long. How is everybody in chat? Because I need to apologize to you guys. I was not here the last show. And so no one could ask you guys how you were. And so we did ask so though. Bad. We did ask. We just didn't wait. It just, ugh, we rude. just kind of were like, and I hope everybody's doing well. But at least that's not asking. That's just assuming. Or no, that's we, not we were, asking. How is we were everyone assuming, today? We were hoping that everybody was happening. Happy. Either way, your hair See? looks great and it was worth it. <laughs> All the audio listeners, I'm sorry they don't get to see the new hairdo, but <laughs> thanks. Yeah, thanks. I still missed everyone though. I was sad. I really, really tried. It was not planned. Yeah, because like we didn't have a show the week before. I think because I got no, my I got we didn't my vaccine have it two weeks before. Yeah, no, we got it the week before that. I thought, didn't we? Mm -mm, you weren't feeling well. You had like um. Oh, I was sick. I was like, feeling, yeah, my yeah. allergies. So I had allergies, and then I got my COVID then, shot, and I got knocked out. Yep. And then yep. you had a haircut that went. And then I, yeah. Yeah, extremely long. And then you went on vacation. And then I was gone. So it's been over a month, guys. It's been over and a so month I without legit, I, I know. I've had withdrawals. I've missed you guys. Seriously. I know. So. It's been too long, but we're back. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm Doc's not allowed to, to go back. anywhere now. Nope. That's fine. That's I'm not going anywhere. Contractually <laughs> obligated. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No, sorry, fam. Not going anywhere to visit y'all. I already did my trip. I'm good. I'm home. I'm staying. However, Doc had informed me that Doc was going to be away until about the 20th, I think was the day that yeah. you said. So we weren't planning on doing a show this week until like yesterday. Doc's like, hey, I'm back. Yes, let's do a show. Because I was like, seriously, like just chomping at the bit. I was like, okay, uh, so I'm back early. So what are you doing on Sunday? So. And I was like, I had, well. I had plans, <laughs> but those plans got set aside so that we could do the podcast. Aww. Yes. See, he loves you guys, too. It's true. Even if he doesn't ask you how you are. I ask you. they are. <laughs> no, but that's really sad. So, yeah, literally, we, the, our guest tonight, you may see, anybody who's listening, watching live may have already seen, but anybody listening is we have a mud crab and a turtle fighting. Which we realized is since we don't have a guest buffering, Doc and I is basically they're, what the podcast really is going to be. Yes. 
they're, they're not they're not fighting we'll they're see bonding. what happens by the end of the show <laughs> we'll see what happens there awesome well why don't we pop over and talk about all of the things that we've missed and hasn't been too- i've definitely missed yeah dog and I, i've missed a lot too but i've got a baby so mine's all crazy so let's talk about oh the news oh my gosh <laughs> it's been a, it's summer i feel like this happened last summer with the podcast too that it's just like <laughs> it gets so hard to run everything but we're good we're back yeah. i think um, we learned our lesson so next year for summer we will know accordingly like we will plan accordingly yeah we'll get you know what we should just do is like pre-record a bunch of stuff <gasps> that's a good idea we could have some like non-news episodes like a bunch of like lore episodes to release like every sunday or something like that <gasps> there I like go. this. This is good. Why didn't we think of this before? <laughs> brainstorming, yeah. brainstorming. That's what we're yeah, just going to do tonight. Go. <laughs> we're just going to chat about what we're going to do coming up in future shows. Um, yes. An exciting, somewhat personal news. Um, the Lesser Prophecies, which is the uh, tabletop RPG run by the Elder Memes, um, featuring myself, Avron, Adana, and Lost in Hyrule, had its first episode. Woo! We need to have Lost back on the show. I just realized yes. that, but I'm going to post a link in chat to the YouTube. Um, and also have a link in the show notes for that if you want to check it out. It is, it went really, really well. Um, there is a surprise guest in there that I won't spoil right now, but it's really, 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 really cool. So you need to go listen to it. It's like shockingly awesome. Um, Yay. I know. And it was like one of those things like I was recording it and I'm like, I just like the entire time I'm recording and I'm. People don't realize this, but even podcasters hate the sound of their own voice. Like everybody. So I'm just like praying. I'm like, please don't sound bad. Please don't sound like a terrible. Please don't sound like an idiot. The entire time I'm like doing it. And it turned out really well. Memes did an awesome job editing it together. There's some really, really funny moments. Um, like me realizing that Daedra don't have fathers and that becoming a major point in the story that we're going on. I'm like, wait a second. This nice. isn't going to work. Um. So that's a lot of fun. Um, Doc may or may not be involved at a future point. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Actually, I think you are in the trailer. I am in the trailer. You are in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Doc famous. Doc that famous voice actor. <laughs> I'm so... I, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I like. I was really sad because I had life stuff going on. Yeah, Doc like, was going to be a part of the cast originally. I was going to be in the show. And then I had to back out just because of life, you know? Yeah. And so... Hopefully the next, what do you guys call them? Session? Uh, campaign? Campaign? Session? Campaign. That makes sense. Campaign? Campaign's a way better. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe that time. Because I definitely, like, I was so excited about it. And, you know, life happens, guys. So but so I was really excited to still be a part of it. Yeah. So, yeah. So check that out if you get a chance. It's really fun. It's only about 40 minutes long. So it's not like a, you don't need to sit down for like two or three hours and listen to it. It's on YouTube right now. But the it's it's mostly an audio adventure, and I think uh, memes will be publishing an audio only version of it. The YouTube's just funny because nice. it like adds like little like highlight the text when it's like says something really funny, or it shows like a picture <laughs> of what we might be looking at drawn in paint. Um, I just love the artwork; is fun. The artwork's like great. It. And memes is doing it's all so like cool. memes is doing a fantastic job. I love memes. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. Awesome. But in ESO news, there's an El- a pan elsewhere event, which is a fun way to. 
refer to the north and southern elsewhere. So, Doc, do you want to let everybody know what's going on there? Yeah. So basically, um, if you guys have done any of the events where we've done zones before, like um, I think our last zone uh, event was what? Clockwork City and Bardenfell. Was that our last one? Yes. Okay, so basically it's the same kind of principle where you will get loot boxes when you do daily quests or when you, you know, defeat world bosses and it's going to be in Northern and Southern elsewhere. Um, or if you go into Sunspire, you know, so any of the trials or anything that involves those elsewhere places, you have a chance of getting loot boxes from completing them. The very first loot box you get will be a golden loot box. And what is the top? of it i forget but it's it's the legendary loot box and that will have a guaranteed either style page of the new style that i cannot pronounce to save my life so it is <laughs> yazenji sire <laughs> yes jazenji i'm gonna say yeah jazenji right. sire that <laughs> That sounds kajiti. No one's here to correct good. us on how to pronounce stuff, so we can just be as like we as say off we the want. wall, and that's now the uh, canon pronunciation. No one's here to correct us, so. Um, and then so there's a guaranteed either style page or a motif chapter from any of the elsewhere style books that you know the the styles from there. So um, so you get those. You get one event ticket from completing a daily in Northern Elsewhere, and then you get another event ticket from completing a daily quest in Southern Elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so there's only two this event, not three. Um, when I read that, I'm not going to lie, I was a little disappointed because I got kind of used to having the three tickets. I'm like in ticket um, overflow, though. I'm not because I didn't do much of Mid-Year Mayhem. Ooh. So uh, I need to get my mono, my my floating ball again so that i because i want that mount dad gummit like i just want the house i just want that house yeah i want the house too i want all the things okay i want all the things but um but yeah so uh the event also i feel uh oh double resources um double loot from bosses and trial and everything so it's a good time and all it requires is that you need to have Southern Elsewhere and Northern Elsewhere to play, um, to be able to be a part of this event. Um, what will be available in the Impressario is the very first uh, fragment piece for the Quasi-Griff. Yeah. It looks cool. That's At awesome. At first when I heard about it, I was like, that sounds super derpy. Not going to lie. And then I saw it. It was like, okay, that's actually really cool. Yeah. I no, really it does one. not fly. Well, so that's why it's a quasi-griff, <laughs> not a hippogriff. Yes. Yeah. So I know people are going to be like, but I want a griffin that flies. We are not getting flying I mounts, don't. Guys. I will take this to my grave. I do not yeah. want flying mounts in ESO. Same. I will fight Same. anybody who wants flying mounts. It's the worst yep. addition to an MMO unless flying is built into the game from the get-go and it's like, that's a major core part of the gameplay. Agreed. Otherwise, it yep. just turns into like a, hey, I'm not going to do content anymore. I'm just going to jump place to place and no one's ever going to help me with anything Gosh, ever. It will, it will break the game. I just I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't do want not. It. I'm happy with I, oh, this quasi-griff actually looks pretty cool. So I will say that with a caveat. 
I'd be okay with a fly mount if it flies like a foot off the ground. And like, isn't actually mm. like, a, like if we had like a flying carpet like the mount. flying sep adder thingy. Oh, okay. That would be A flying cool. carpet that you're just kind of like surfing on. That's just like, for audio listeners, I am doing the international <laughs> surfing symbol with my hands so oh, that they understand what we're talking about. You guys did not hear that. Here's the link for the event. Um, so yeah, so double resources, uh, double loot from all bosses and from delves, you know, tre treasure boxes, all that stuff. So going all over the, the list things. of things you do to gain a coffer, what can what can you do that won't give you a coffer? That's a good question. I think like because you can basically get it from anything. Yeah, in defeating the a dragon, going through a delve, a world boss, treasure chest, safe mm -hmm. boxes, thieves troves, psychic portals, harvesting nodes, yep. a trial. Um, you can even get them from killing ads because that definitely happened. Killing for me. ads. I'm yep. like what? Like basically, if you go into the region and breathe, you're probably yep. gonna end up with a uh, a cash or a coffer at some point. And this is a good thing too, because there's like, there's really good loot that comes from, you know, elsewhere, at least nor you know, Northern elsewhere, you have like the crafty Alfie set, you get double, double gear drops, you know, yeah, and then like for PvP farming first, if you're a gear farmer, um, for Sunspire, perfect time to go in. Cause you'll get double gear. That is so, a good, perfect time to go in. Mm -hmm. And not to mention double loot, like the undaunted loot that you get from doing trials. So you get to make that money. Get yourself some false so, gods, everybody. Yeah. So this is a perfect time. Like this is a this is a great zone event because there's a lot of really good gear, a lot of really good resources. And honestly, I just like those zones. Southern Elsewhere is one of my favorite zones, like just in looks. It reminds me of the Goonies a little bit. Yes. So, That's fair. It's so pretty. Hey, and I love it. So, um, yeah. So I know I'm actually really excited about this event. Um, I'm trying to think if I forgot anything. Um, for anybody who's new to the game, I guess I'll explain. Um, we, we've talked about it before, but just so people are clear, when you go to the Impresario, um if you haven't gotten the, what is the ball called the, the orb the of no the no. mono oh <laughs> it's got a weird name because i remember seeing it and be like this makes no sense yeah it's the floating ball the floating guys. fireball everybody the floating fireball you need three pieces right three of the pieces mesomorph each... mesomorph something morph monomorph yeah, let's go with that. Um, each piece Unstable to monolith. To monolith or there, is it monomorph? I monolith. I think it is monolith. Unstable monolith. Morpho is morpholith. Right. Or monolith? <laughs> okay, now y'all are just throwing words out there. Unstable. <laughs> okay, according to the UESP, yeah. it is the unstable morpholith. I'm gonna check now. I I've got it. I've got the website. But what does it say on? Uh, it's a morpholith. I on. I will literally post it in chat. No, no, I believe you. But what does it say on um unstable? Oh, it is morpholith. I believe you. Oh wait, it's actually the it thing is you morpholith. said. It is no, it's morpholith according to ESO the website itself. It's morpholith. Wow, do you guys I, I, hear this like <laughs> doubt coming from Doc right now? Uh, no, I'm saying what it says on the Elder Scroll 
Joe's online website. Yeah, but the UESP already had you covered. I know. I just, I, I just, I, I just, I'm sorry. I just, anyways. I'm sorry. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, so in order to get the cool, so each quarter of the year, there is a cool thing that you can morph these floating ball fireballs into to make them. The first thing was a skin. Yes, yep. skin. The Deadland Scorcher the, skin. Which was a really cool skin. As the noted on the UESP. The was the fire the personality. Fire, Deadlands Firewalker personality. That thing. That we found and out about on the UESP. Yes. <laughs> And then the third one is now for the Quasi-Griff mount. Now, in order to get the floating fireball, you have to get three fragments and combine them. Each fragment costs five event tickets, right? Yeah. Five. And then it, yeah. So then you get the five of those fragments, combine them, and you have to get different of the fragments. And thankfully, I think they stopped you from being able to buy more than one. If you've bought one, then it counts as you've collected it already. So yeah, you, you can't the, buy multiple buy the of three. them. I'm glad they did that because originally with the Indrake, that wasn't. It was kind of confusing thing. at first, but they fixed that. Yeah. I think later on that you couldn't buy the same feather multiple times at once. If you had the feather <laughs> in your inventory, you couldn't buy another <gasps> one. I have for the UESP. I'm throwing, I'm throwing Doc under the bus in chat. Okay, listeners, just so you know, Pylon threw some shade in the chat and said, Doc's never read the UESP, pass it on. It's a lie. It's bullface that. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, so you make your floating fireball and then, then you buy the fragments for the, the morph. Um, so it's very important that you have the fireball first. And then once you have the fireball, then you buy the fragments, which cost 10 event tickets a piece, and you have to collect three of them. The very first piece for the quasi-griff is available this event. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Scorm Snowstrider said, Doc doesn't know what podcast she's on. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Elsewhere event. I and I love you, damn nerd. <laughs> Um, the Elsewhere Van seems pretty good though. I'm I looking at all the things, it seems like it's gonna be a very easy one to do, but it's also gonna get people back into elsewhere. So it's like a win-win. It's like I haven't been playing a ton lately just because of like everything going on, life and stuff in summer and yeah. it just being so busy all the time. But I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna log in for this every day. Like I'm gonna be doing yeah. this. Like there's enough stuff that I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel like doing some dragons. So like much. I kind of feel like doing all this. Yep. Um, yep. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited about this event. Um, like I said, I like the Elsewhere. And if you haven't done Elsewhere storyline, it's a really good storyline. So, it is really good. Um, I preferred Southern Elsewhere, I will say. I did too. Yeah. It was a nice nice storyline. The characters are great. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, go in there. Do some story. And like the motifs in Southern Elsewhere like still sell for They're a pretty nice penny. Too. Yeah. So you can, if you want to just well, make oh, some no. gold. It's a perfect time. I like these zone. I love events. zone celebration events. I like it because sometimes like you get so caught up in like the new content or farming or whatever it yeah. is that you do in the game um, that you forget these other zones that might've been out for a few years. And so it's nice to kind of go back to them. The only downside to it 
um, that I find is like with smaller zones. Like, for example, the Clockwork Vardenfell one. Clockwork was so congested. Oh, it was so... And also, like, the way it was designed, like, kill these world bosses. I think that's one of the reasons why the Elspeth ones, like, <clears throat> basically do anything and will give you stuff. Instead of, like, yeah. go to this place and do this. Like, there was only, like, what in Clockwork City? Like, three options for world bosses. So it's, like, it's one of these three things. Yeah. Like, every single player in the game is going to be in one of these three places. So, so yeah, that'll be a... That'll be good. Um, yeah. In other news, see, Doc and I don't need it. We can just talk on for hours about everything. So um, we've got a preview for the next update uh, called The Walking Flame, um, which also yes. with update 31. So we've got some new changes in there. So with that, we have two new dungeons coming, the Red Petal Bastion and the Dread Cellar. Which one do you think look better? Ooh, that is tricky i liked the look of the dread cellar just because it's like all like <sighs> insecty you know what okay. i mean like it's kind of got that like kind of creepy dungeon like bug evil bug thing um okay yeah yeah oh yeah kind of like the um oh what are they called and i did post the link in chat guys um Oh, what are they called in Vardenfell? The Defiler thingies. Yeah. They kind of look like those. And those things are creepy. Yeah. 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 So I haven't got a chance to go on the PTS at all. So I haven't got a chance to see them and check them out to see what's happening there. But um, and then the other one, yeah, the red pedal. So let's go over a little overview of what's happening in each of these. Let's. So in the Dread Cellar, formerly a clandestine prison for the Emperor's most dangerous foes, discontents, and radicals. The Dread Cellar has begun radiating mysterious magical enemies, energies, prompting the investigation by the Imperial Legion's battle mages. So that'll be exciting. And then in Red Petal Bastion, not your Bastion, the other Bastion. Aww. Once the Order of the Noble Knights of the Silver Rose dedicated itself to protecting Tamriel from Daedric threat. But recently, the warriors of the Red Petal Bastion have begun to pillage nearby temples stealing away their holy relics mysteries i like it i like it yeah um i like the red petal bastion it just it, it looks cool i like the band so i looked at the artwork and the banner just looked cool it was a rose and stuff. it just looked cool it does like, look really just, cool yeah and i just like the the um the backstory of it sounds very interesting to me like what what caused them to go crazy and i don't know like i i'm i like the storyline just sounds interesting to me is it directly so, connected with the main quest of blackwood though i have no idea that's okay that's what i wasn't sure because i hadn't i haven't seen it yet and looking at just like the overviews it seems like it's part of blackwood but i didn't see like this direct connection from going like from hey here's the next part of the story yeah so i'm curious how they tie that in yeah, I'm very curious how they're going to do that. Um, I'm excited, though. I love new dungeons. I love doing vet blind runs of the dungeons. So I'm yeah. very excited. The other big thing coming with update 31 that we've heard a lot about is combat changes. Yeah. And as per the usual, we're not going to discuss the combat changes yet because <laughs> they're probably going to change. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling half the people are like, yay, this sounds great. And half the people are like, these are the worst things to ever happen. We're going to let that fight itself out for a few more weeks. And then we'll talk about it. 
um because there's really not much to talk about yet because they're still balancing they're still going over everything so there's it's pretty sweeping changes as of right now yeah like there's a lot different there and it sounds like what they're trying to do is balance everything based on the changes that they made to cp so they're trying to Mm -hmm. like smooth that out again so we'll see what happens there i'm not concerned yet i'm not i haven't got into test anything myself even uh so we'll talk more about the combat changes as we get a little bit closer to the launch of um update 31 there um what was a really interesting change that i pulled out from the notes that as i was reading through it is there's some pvp changes so they kind of they've been alluding to this for basically the whole year um about how they wanted to deal with proc sets and we've talked about it on the podcast a few times and what proc sets are they're the they're sets that require a condition before firing off and the way they've handled it is they've added they're making it so that the no cp campaigns will not have proc sets they will the proc sets won't work on them which is interesting i like it i'm not sure how i feel about it yet because the like the no cp campaigns i feel like are usually where the beginners go Mm -hmm. and it's confusing then unless they've added something specifically in the like a like a big pop-up when you go to join a no cp campaign and it says, here's a list of the sets that you can't wear while you're here. Hmm. Because a lot, I, I find a lot of the people that aren't familiar with PvP or are newer to the game are going to go to the no, CPs, the no CP campaigns because they don't want to have to deal with like, oh, I only have like 200 CP. I don't know what I'm doing well enough yet. So I'm going to this campaign. Hmm. So I th- that's my only hesitation. I actually think it's a good idea as far as like a no CP, no procs. Like it's like... It makes sense, and it'll be more of a straight Raw PvP carnage. Yeah, it'll be like, it'll be see, like and that's a, why I like it. Yeah, and I like that from it's that purely standpoint. Skill. Yeah, but yeah, it's purely skill. You don't have to worry about people just farming big sets that are going to get them huge um, bonuses, and then they're done. It's just from. Well, s- go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You oh, go first, ahead. Sorry. dog. <laughs> okay, but see, I think that's one of the reasons why I do like it for beginners because I including myself yeah when i would go in and people would have all these crazy op oh yeah rock sets and just murder you it would dishearten me totally. where I was like, i'm never going in there again and yeah. so a lot of newer players when they go in with proc sets they're just like i don't even know how what what what's all this fire happening like what 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 is that big alligator coming at me from like <laughs> all these things i'm serious oh, like no, no, for it's sure. just it's daunting and it's frustrating and it makes you not want to touch pvp ever again i like the no cp which you bring up a good argument that lower cp will come in but i think that's a good thing because they come in and they're not expecting all this like op yeah. crazy process Knowing exactly and all so this stuff to pay levels it a lot because unfortunately i feel like a lot and people i i I could get stoned for this um but i feel like so many people rely on their proc sets now for sure on pvp that they and they're great in pvp um but then they get into the no cp and they just get wrecked yeah because they it's not because they were just so reliant on the proc sets 
Um, and so I like this because I feel like it levels out the playing field for beginners and for vet players because we we get very reliant on our sets. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. And so I like that because it's just raw raw violence <laughs> and, so... and like from that and that's the part of me that really likes it i think the only part yeah. of me that is like hesitant on it is and i haven't seen it they may have solved this already so if they have solved it i apologize and ignore all of my points but it's just a question of is it going to be clear to a new player going into pvp for the first time that they can't the armor that they currently have on won't actually work i've got my elder mm. scrolls scarf behind me and it's very hot on my back, I just realized. So I'm like, oh, there we go. Okay, I moved it. Um, yeah, it's just like, is if I go in wearing a Schnappy, the Maw of the Infernal Helm, am I going to know that that isn't going to spawn any Schnappies while I'm out there? That's well, for my me, when I was beginner PvP, I didn't even know that there was... Like, if you're a beginner and you don't know anything about the PvP, there's a big chance that you don't even know that there's actually, like meta sets for pvp i certainly oh for know. sure i just ran in there i was like doo, 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 doo. that's oh, what no, i did I'm too murdered. but then yeah. like if i've done dungeons <laughs> and i'm like okay well i'll at least have my like my snappy pet um out there right. like that'll help me out and then i'm like wait i can't yeah. he doesn't do anything here like I, and yes. it's, that'd be my only concern is the that point. the confusion of what works and what doesn't work there at at the low level fights yeah, that's, but, that's a fair point. But I do think it is better for a better experience overall mm -hmm. that the newer players don't have to deal with proc sets just being like, oh, look, Crimson just ripped away all your health. And now the guy that you were fighting for an hour and a half is full health again because he just won't yeah. die because he's in this like crazy set. So from that point, yeah. I think I um, I think I agree with the change there. I just, I just mm -hmm. hope that is very clear. They've also made a lot of changes so that the proc sets that aren't directly combat related it seems are allowed they've changed how they work on the back end so the ones that mm -hmm. are like i think like the ones that gave you like bonuses to health if you had five pieces or something like that hmm. those are now allowed there's a big list okay. let me pull up the list um do i have the do i have the I don't actually have the patch notes on the link. So it's in the patch notes. They have a list of all the sets that are and aren't allowed. There's a long list of them. And they've yeah. added a lot of sets that are now allowed. So I think it's a shorter list of things that are banned from the no proc sets. That's good. Also no Volendrung. Oh, yeah. Which is fine for me because I've never once in my life grabbed Volendrung. I have been so close so many times. Yeah. It makes me cry. Like literally at the button where it says press X to pick up and I would push it and then somebody else had pushed it already and got it. I'm like, uh, no, so close. So close. I wonder if that's because so. Volendrung just was so overpowered when you removed CP and proc sets that that's why it's not going to show oh, up in I there. I bet. I bet yeah, that's why. I, I bet I it was bet. just like without proc sets and without CP, Volendrung just became so lopsided that anybody who grabbed it just became like unstoppable. Yeah, and I like that they're still keeping proc sets for and Volendrung for, you know, for the CP yeah. PvP. Because that way everyone can have fun. And I like that they're doing this where it just meets the needs of everyone. Because I, I really do believe that that's why they're doing this. Is so that um, it just, it really just levels it out for everyone. 
of course, people are going to be unhappy one way or another. But I like that they, they keep the options open. So if you love your prox sets and you love Volundrung and you just love the sheer chaos of it all, go to the CP version. If you want just, you know, pure violent <laughs> PvP, <laughs> murder your face off, pure skill. So today we learned that Doc likes raw violence. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we have so. to know. <laughs> So, um, go do, I, I already liked no CP personally myself. Um, because one, I, before they did the CP changes, that is, um, I just, I didn't ever knew where to put my CP points. I was just like, whatever, I'm just going in. And so I just go to the new, no CP cause I felt like I had, a I always go to the no CP cause I'm like, I'm not CP was, like 8 billion. Yeah, I'm not and, well, I didn't even look at the points. I just looked at like how I did in battlegrounds was so much better than I was doing in like Same. champion PvP. So I was like, all right, well, if no CP battlegrounds works for me, then no CP Cyrodiil will work for me, and that's what I would do. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I I I like that they keep it open for whatever is your preference. Um. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so I'm excited to see the changes. Um, one of the changes they're making outside of PvP, but just in Update 31 that really excites me, is multi-threaded rendering, um, which just means that rendering right now is single core, and multi-threading should make people that have a lot of cores or better GPUs be able to be able to process graphical changes in the game multiple times at once. I tested that, I installed the PTS, I turned on that setting, and it broke the game, and I haven't been able to play it since I turned that on, but I'm excited for if they do get that in. That should be a huge performance game, like, client-side for a lot of people, so I'm excited about that one yeah. being in there. Um, The best change in the entire patch <laughs> notes, though, this made me so, so happy. Yes. They're finally renaming Mid-Year Mayhem. Yes! <laughs> I've been asking for this for the entire time I've done the podcast, I feel like. And you know what the yep. best part about it? They're naming it White Strikes uh, Mayhem, which makes sense. Yep. I, I thought they would have called it like Palinols something, but White Strike Mayhem. Yeah, but White works. Strikes works too, you know? Except yeah. my brain still every single time I read that says White Snake. Every single time I read White Strike, I, my brain's like, White Snake. You're weird. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not my fault. Here I go again no. on my own. No, but yeah, I'm like a I'm drifter. I was born to name. walk alone. <laughs> Does anybody else have the white snake problem? Does anybody else? See, yeah, dear listeners. Does anybody else read White Strike and? see and their brain interprets it as white snake there's got to be somebody out there i can't be alone in this are you saying you're asking chat and waiting with i'm not waiting <laughs> they're gonna respond as they get to it because there's also okay don't forget doc there's a delay on the recording too like this is there's true. like 15 seconds between the time i say something and the time that they see it or hear it and then they also do it so yeah yeah 
Oh, just so you guys know in chat, um, drops are enabled. So are they? Okay, I was. Yeah, I changed so the I title and I put a question mark beside it. Yep, I just got the option to claim it. So oh. guys, make sure that you claim. Go get your drops out for your crown crate. And that's a that's a reason why you should listen to us live, everybody. If you are listening on the podcast, if you listen Besides, to us. Besides, you should see because you should see the mud crab and the turtle. They're bonding. It's sweet. It guys. is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, final little bit of ESO news is there is no PAX West event for Bethesda and Zenimax this year. Um, Gina Bruno on the forums, uh, commented saying they don't have any plans to be at PAX West this year. I didn't realize PAX West was actually happening this year. Um, cause I knew that PAX East was turned to PAX online and I yeah. was like, there's no chance there's going to be, but apparently PAX West is happening in Seattle this year. So, but there okay. will not be any um bethesda or zenimax online presence so that just gives me hope for next year guys oh next, next year, year there's gonna be i was thinking about this actually we can wax philosophically about this is <laughs> yes we got all the time we've got all the time there's no guests here to stop <laughs> no us from just going off on tangents yeah <laughs> do we think that bethesda is gonna be at pax um Ever again? Because it's a Microsoft. They're Microsoft now. Hmm. Are we going to have Bethesda events? Like Bethesda standoff events? Are they only going to be like doing um, Microsoft things? I don't know. I hope we still get chapter reveals. Arcaneer's here. Really I love have. that I mentioned I know, a Ar tangent and Arcaneer just pops up in chat. <laughs> He's chat a bit because he's team turtle oh I, interesting is it but it i need to i need this answered arc actually because the turtle to me looks a little bit more like a guar than the mud crab so mm. please explain to me why like wow. wow i just i just i just i have to know but uh, for anybody listening who does turtle. not also <laughs> listen to the tales of tamriel podcast our friend arcaneer over there is a massive guar fan he loves he guars more than anything else. So make sure make sure you just go listen guars. to the Tales of Tamriel podcast. They're a great <laughs> group of folks. And just talk about how much you guys also love um, uh, guars there. What? No, lemon turtle equals lemon turtle. And he has true. That is true. Yeah. And I deeply but okay, but back, but back, but back on topic to That's my off-topic comment. Yes. Yeah, back on topic to our off-topic tangent. I don't know if we're gonna have Bethesda game days anymore. Hmm. I hope that they continue with the chapter reveals because quite I can honestly, see that still happening. Of all the events I would want to go to, that is like the top. Yeah. You know, um, I was so sad I missed. The one for elsewhere, the one that was in Las Vegas. I was so. Was sad. that great? No, that was that was elsewhere. Yeah, I, yeah. I was elsewhere. on a boat yeah. in the ocean. You were on a cruise. I, I don't want to hear it. I was home, and you know what? After that event, I kept getting because of my phone. It kept telling me, "Hey, super cheap flights to Las Vegas." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't even want to hear it." I was so upset. It was Las so Vegas upset. is a, like the perfect place to do it too because like it's mm -hmm. you can get super cheap flights to Las Vegas from wherever you are because they're like just come I'm here and really go to the casino. Yeah, I'm pretty close. So, oh man, 
But um, but yeah, so I hope they do the chapter events. But that's a good question about like just because the dates. game days were already this like weird Kinda like separate. Yeah. Well, it was like it was Pete asking like the Pax folks to say like, hey, I want to do this thing, and they're like, no, and he's like, fine, I'll do my own thing. I don't know if now that Microsoft's there as well as they'll be willing as willing to like subvert like hmm. the organizers of PAX because they they have a big partnership with them. They're gonna want to have a right. Microsoft presence at PAX. I don't know if they're gonna want to have like this separate event that was kind of like a not shady at all, but like it was like a subversion of PAX. I don't so know if they're going to have a in. bigger, maybe it won't be like a separate event, but but now because it is a big deal because it is Microsoft, maybe they'll have a very big thing. Maybe. You know, oh, you mean like halo Max. and all that stuff, like a big Microsoft yeah, event. Because I mean, you think of like everything that Bethesda has, you know, um, I think their presence will still be there and maybe their presence will be there even more now because of Microsoft. I don't know. Um, like we're still gonna have QuakeCon. I know that's still happening. Right. Um, so like that's not going away at any time. It's more the it's more like the Bethesda mini events during PAX. I don't know if they'll still happen. Yeah. I'm curious. Just because they they were just... already in like a weird spot where it's like you didn't need to go to PAX at all. They just kind of ran simultaneously. So Right. I'm curious. That's a good question. Um I just I want the events back. I want to go to the events. I, I want, want to go to a people. physical event so no. badly right now. I've got all my shots. I can go play with my friends. I want to see my peoples. <laughs> That's you guys. Yeah. I want to see them all. So yeah, I'm um, so here's hoping for next year. Yeah, I think 2022. It's going to be the year. It's going to be the year, it's everybody. Be the year. Yeah. No legends news. Um, Blades news. So Doc has to make an apology to all of you because since there wasn't going to be a podcast tonight, I had originally planned to do a Blades workout stream. I'm so sorry. I and no I was going to do a surprise Blades workout stream for everybody. And it was going to be wild. And then Doc messaged me. He's like, hey, I'm here. Let's do a podcast. And I was like, sweet. Okay, let's do it. So because they're doing the podcast. No Blades workout stream tonight. So instead you got me and my lame self and you didn't get Pylon's workout and I didn't know it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to go now. Okay. Bye guys. <laughs> I'm sure everybody would rather see Doc than me doing 80s workout it's still style gonna dances. Happen, all right? It's still going to happen. happen. It will um, still happen. It just kind of like, I was like, this is kind of works out well, but. We are coming up to our 100th epith ep we episode. episode. <laughs> Speaking hard. Oh, thank you, damn nerd. I'm happy to see y'all too. Yeah, see, we're happy to see Doc. I know, I, but I, I didn't figured know. people would rather have a podcast episode with Doc than watch me do a Blades workout. So that's why we're doing this. I let you guys down, though. I failed. I failed y'all. We will be doing another Blades workout. It's going to be great. Um, see, I, agree I with just Art. don't know when. I don't understand how recording an Elder Scrolls podcast prevents us to seeing your 80s workout dance. I it's agree. The time. And hey, 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 guys, we're coming up to our 100th episode. We are coming so... up to our 100th episode in two episodes from now. I think we're this is our 98th. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to we're we're planning. Stuff can happen. Yes. 
So do I'll it's... record the entire like maybe I'll do like a podcast like on a treadmill or something. <laughs> there we go. Would <laughs> be amazing. Yes. Um other news popped up. So this one's actually pretty old news, but we haven't had a chance to discuss it. Um, it's Todd Howard announced that Elder Scrolls 6 is still in its design phase. And then like a million YouTube uh, videos came up about it, be like, OMG, guys, it's still being designed. And I was like, I Duh. thought we already knew this. Yeah. People. I think we're still a while out from Elder Scrolls 6. And it hurts me to say that. It hurts me to say this because I want... I'm in the mood right now. I'm. This is not a criticism of ESO at all. Right. I really want a single player RPG. I'm like in that yeah. mood of I just want to like sink myself into a single player story and not worry about daily logins, not worry about grinding gear, not worry about like anything like that. And I just want like a straight, um, a, just like a straight single player new RPG. I just yeah. want that. Like, I'm just in the mood for that kind of no, game. I feel and that, nothing else has grabbed me. Yeah, nothing has grabbed me. Like, I've tried some other games, and like, it's just like, eh. Like, The Witcher held that for a while, but I'm like, I've played it so many times now. And like, Skyrim, I've played so many times now. You have not played Fallout, though. So I haven't played Fallout. That is true. But I, I want swords. You want and fantasy. I yeah. love fantasy. Like, I, I do that. like another game, but I just want a fantasy RPG where I can throw fireballs at somebody and be a stealthy archer and, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, stabby, stabby, poke, poke. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, And then, so, other not, like, peripheral Elder Scrolls news is Valve announced the Steam Deck. Not the Stream Deck. The Steam Deck which is a portable gaming computer that is looks basically like a Nintendo Switch, but it's a full PC. Which is very interesting, especially thinking about like the like playing Skyrim on mobile. Like we have Skyrim on Switch. You can play it on this mobile. And like I'm a huge proponent of mobile gaming. Like I love the idea of like Stadia where I can play something streaming on my phone or um Skyrim on my Switch I play all the time just to kind of like scratch that itch um, even though I've been playing a lot of like Pokemon and Animal Crossing but uh, besides that I think it'll be interesting seeing the, the Steam deck when it comes out to see what it does for that kind of style of game because I'm not, I don't know if it's going to work out the way they want it to is it going to be like because the Switch works really well because the games are designed for that kind of platform. So I'm like, if I'm playing Animal Crossing, for example, mm -hmm. and I'm on my Switch, I can just start and stop at any point in the game. There's nothing that's really saying, like, I can't just, like, turn off the screen and put the game back in my pocket. Right. Like, And that's how all the games really are kind of designed to be paused and, like, put away. Whereas, like, the Valve Steam Deck, you're playing real PC games. So I'm like, if I'm playing... ESO on it for example I'm like that I don't know if that lends itself as well to the mobile platform so I'm very curious to see how well it works out we'll see what happens there I just got my drop too that's very exciting <laughs> but yeah I don't know I, I think the Steam Deck's really cool I put a reservation in for it so we'll see see that one there but I don't know if I'll 
I don't know how well it's going to turn out. And I'm also wary of Steam after like the Steam controller and then the mm. Steam link and then the Steam machines all kind of just were like, hey, we got these new things, but we're not going to support them at all and then let them die on the vine. So we'll see what happens there. It's very interesting. Yeah. That kind of covers it for all of our news, though. It kind of does. So why don't we pop over and do a shout out to all the people who help bring this podcast and the UESP to you. Let's do it. Hey friends, this is Robots, the creator of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and host of the two original shows on the network, the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. These two shows have rocketed up the iTunes charts. They both together have over 155 star reviews in only a couple of months with bite-sized episodes that take you step-by-step through the background of the games and the game worlds. They're thought-provoking, well-produced, and a lot of fun. I recommend you go check them out at robotsradio.net or on any podcast reader, podcatcher, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify. Again, that's the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, available everywhere. So this is the part in the show where we like to thank all the people who help bring the show and the website to you guys. So we want to start off first by thanking um, all of our patrons. So at patreon.com slash UESP, you can sign up there and you get access to a ton of benefits. Um, things from no ads on the wiki all the way up to having custom characters printed for you that we're going to be giving out soon. Um, really exciting. We finalized the mat design from, uh, I think I talked about it last time, but a good friend of mine, uh, designed it and it's going to have, uh, the shrine of Azura from, um, Skyrim is going to be the picture on the back. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. So I actually ordered a custom, I wonder if I have it. In reach. No, I don't have it in reach. A custom keycap set for a keyboard that's going to match with that design, which might be given away in the future as part of that so it'll be like this really cool moon themed uh keyboard that i'll be giving away um so the people i want to thank our newest patrons are yaz radlin i hope uh eve morrigan and show the quality which is also a great name great thank you guys for subscribing uh really really appreciate it as well i want to thank our latest twitch subscribers I'm just looking. I think there was one new one during the show. Yes, there was. Um, I want to thank last lich underscore M who subscribed during the show and Eschatonic who subscribed um, last week. Thank you guys for subscribing on Twitch. We really appreciate it. It helps make sure that we keep bringing this stuff to you on Twitch and that you guys like it. As a reminder, you can, if you have Amazon prime, you can use your free prime sub and that helps us out a ton. Arcanir just resubscribed, so that's always a good time when someone uh, does that. We appreciate that. But yeah, Twitch Prime is a great way that you can help us out too. And if you already have Prime, you get it for free, and then you just drop it on the channel and help support us and keep bringing stuff to you, which yeah, we really, Hog really Wild appreciate. also resubbed, and yeah, we got a couple. So thank you nice. guys so, so much. 
And it's hard to the resubs show up for me differently than new I know. subs. It's, sometimes it's delayed, which is yeah. Which is so it's hard for me to call out all the resubs because I'm like I never see when they're in there, and you don't you don't always get a notification for them. But we really really appreciate all of them and everything that you guys do. Yeah. As well, a great thing that you can do is um, leave us a review of five stars on iTunes. That's another great way to make sure that people know that they can find the podcast and that it has quality content in it. Or if you don't think it's quality content, but you just like hanging out with us, you can also leave a review. Um, But last but not least, I just want to remind you that you can also go to the wiki, make an account and help fill us the content there. Wiki will always be there supporting the Elder Scrolls in different ways. And we just want to keep that going further and further. Yes. Well, let's talk about what we've been up to, Doc. Even though we've been away, we're still here and we're Mm -hmm. still playing the Elder Scrolls and doing things there. So... Why don't we see what Doc's been up to? Because you haven't been on forever, so I'm sure there's something. (laughs) I just talked about, but we only have two people. I'm like exhausted from talking. Um, as you can see, uh, as we got to the He's final hugging. stage, crab is hugging the turtle guys for those hugging. who can't see. He's hugging. Yes, hugging. I think the mud crab has won this battle. Is I what I'm saying. Guys, team mud the mud crab won. Yeah, I think the mud crab all won this love week. Here, it's all. Tune love. in next week to see what happens in round two. Little awesome. baby mud crab turtle thing. <laughs> yeah, Doc went weird with this fight. Guys, Doc was like, that's not fighting. I'm like, I told you it doesn't look like a fight to me. I told you this, and y'all even knew. Doc shipped the mud crab and the turtle. Yeah, I apologize. I regret nothing. Regret nothing. (laughs) Doc, what have you been up to for the past month? Oh, gosh. Um, so last week I was out of town. Um, I actually, uh, traveled up north, um, to Minnesota to go visit relatives. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so, but obviously I wasn't playing any video games then, um, did a lot of driving. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and what was really cool is though I didn't get to play any games, I did actually get to meet one of my sweet friends and fellow guildmates. Um, that's so fun. So, I love when I you know. can meet guildmates in like real life. Yeah. And I mean, like it was, it was so great. And even when we got together, um, you know, it was so just easygoing, you know, like we had known each other. It felt like we had known each other for years, everything. So it was so, so fun. Um, and so I just, I love that about this community seriously is just, um, I mean, I still have, um, I have close friends that are like family that I've known for up to like, shoot, like now five years. Um, in fact, I'm probably hopefully going to get to see them in a couple months. So I'm super excited about all of that. So I just, I love this community and the relationships that you build, um, in this community. Um, because I mean, like they're, they're my family, you know, um, you know, and I mean, they've, they've been in the midst of my life and the ups and downs and everything. So it's just, it's awesome. Um, 
So yeah, uh, so I did that. Um, but before I left, so the week prior to leaving, I hadn't gotten to play that much just because I was prepping for my trip and yeah. had a lot of other stuff going on. But before that, it was all about Bastion. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I love Bastion. Um, uh, it was super fun. Like my very first things I would always do is I would go and level up his skills. So I would do the mages and daunted fighters guild dailies. Um, then I go throughout the rapport building steps. So I would go to a bookshelf and I'd scry thing and the cooldown is like 15 minutes. I timed it. And then um, I'd go to the Mages Guild with a portal to Ivea, and the cooldown for that is like 24 hours. I had a system. Wow. Okay? And I did. Like, I I'm would impressed. time it. I had I haven't, a system. I haven't thought about leveling up my companions at all. I've just been letting it, like, slowly happening, and it's very slow. Oh, no. It's very, it's a grind. The grind is real. So I, like, legit, like, was like, all right, we are building up this rapport, and um, he is going to be my best friend. And so <laughs> whether he likes it or not. And so, um, so yeah, so I would go to the Mages Guild with the portal to Ivea, which the cooldown is 24 hours. Then I would travel to Ivea, which also there's a cooldown of 24 hours. And then I would go do the dailies. The Dolmens give rapport if you kill the beginning cultist. Then I would go and scry thing because by that time it's been about 15 minutes. Then I would, if I was... a around one i go read a bookshelf um then i would go and turn in my dailies i would turn in mage's guild daily which gives you more rapport for bastion then i would go and scry a thing then wow. i would read a book and rinse and repeat etc 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 yeah um, that's an impressive system <laughs> so basically we're besties now <laughs> um i still haven't leveled up all his skills though because then i had to go um yeah and you didn't have like the ge the gear and stuff like that yeah, um, I so I I've still yet to have found because I refuse to buy it in Guild Traders. I just I won't. Um, is I have still not found any purple gear for him, but he is rocking quite a few pieces of blue gear, and I think he's only missing like a necklace. I still haven't gotten lucky on that. I keep finding the same pieces of. I've been gear. awful at companion gear. I haven't found like anything. I Dolmens think I found are a great way to get him. I found like an ice staff mm -hmm. and like a pair of pants. So poor Miri is okay. just like, Aww. just like doing nothing. Yeah. I got lucky because I'm, I'm setting up Bastion as kind of a tanky tank. Um, nice. so, you know, he had, like, I got really lucky on getting heavy armor. I got lucky on getting like a blue sword and a blue shield. So I was good to go. So I was very happy about that. Um, so yeah, I I enjoyed the quests for his storyline. They were really they were really cool. I'm not gonna do any spoilers or anything like that, uh, especially because I know what a grind it is to get there. Yeah. Um. So it's a lot of fun. Um. About beardless Bastion. There's wait, a bug what? on the PTS right now where Bastion's like shaved. I don't know how I would feel about that. They've admitted it's a bug. It does not have um the the bug is not intended. But oh. he's got a baby face and it's weird. I need to see well, maybe I will see it in um PS4. I did see the weird face guy. What's his oh, name? Oh, like eyeballs, like um Yes! I was so excited I took a screenshot. 
Um, cause I was hoping I could actually see it like live. Now it's not forever. It's only when he switches his outfit, when he's showing you his different outfits. Um, I forget his name. It's just a random encounter. You guys cross in Blackwood, which I love the random encounters. The random in encounters have been really, really good. Like the, the adoring, adoring admirer, yeah. admirer is my favorite, but the one guy who is the mage that does different things for you at like a price or whatever. Um, have you come across him? No. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah I, yeah, I did once. Yeah. So like he gives you different options for what magical things he can do for you. And one of them is, you know, where you can look in the eyes of another person or look through the eyes of another person. And so I was like, oh, I want to know what that is. So I chose that one. He turned me into a male murmur. For 10 minutes. I was shirtless too. I was glorious. I was beautiful. And wow. it was amazing. <laughs> Exhibitionist. He just had like the silver skin and he was just, he was good looking. I think I took a screenshot. I'll have to post it. But I was just like, what is this? I was so, it was so funny. So, um, yeah, so I, I have not run into him since because I want to see the other things. There's a button, there's a few too. I think we have them documented yeah. on the wiki, but yeah, and so it was so funny and so unexpected. And then there's the squirrel lady. I love her. Um, I still haven't gone to search for the treasure yet, but I am saving all the hints so that I because I do believe there's gotta be a treasure somewhere. Um and uh I mean the squirrels told her. I believe the squirrels. So, <laughs> so I see in chat that um, someone's Fia was turned into a goblin. Damn nerd was turned into a skeleton. Oh, sweet! Okay, that's amazing. Yes. I love it. So yeah, so that's my I really favorite. like what they've done in Blackwood with the randomness, like the way the yes. Oblivion portals work. They're pretty random. Yep. They've got a lot of random encounters of like the adoring admirer just like running up to you and like having something happen not yeah. fully scripted like it's not like go here first do this mm -hmm. do this do this like it's just like you just play and then all of a sudden something funny happens like yeah i am such a fan of it i really like it and so i'll be honest um i i wasn't so excited about blackwood itself when it was announced um and uh like just the like the storyline i i was like oh cool it's evely that's awesome um, but I just, I was excited about the idea of companions. I was curious about like the update, but I wasn't super, super excited about the storyline, um, until I got in there. And now I have to say that Blackwood very well might be my favorite so far, um, wow. chapters, which honestly, Graymore and Mark Hearth were my favorite just because, it was very nostalgic and I like that dark gothic feel. Like I like that spooky feel. Um, and so that's why I really liked Graymore's chapter. I'm not a big vampire person, but totally team werewolf. But at the same time, I just like the gothic feel, the creepiness of it all. Like I like that and I love Verandas. So um So we've learned Doc loves creepy raw violence is what Doc's werewolf interests man. are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, but, um, no, I just, I like that. I just, I, I like the creepy stuff. Like it's cool. So, um, but Blackwood, I have really just, that's what I've been doing when I have been playing is I work on, I, I, I work with Bastion to level him up and then I go straight into the story content. So I haven't actually been playing with anybody really just because I've just really, I missed questing. 
and I missed just immersing myself yeah. in the story and just I put my headphones on, turn the music up all the way and just immerse myself in the, this thing. I've taken so many screenshots and not posted any. Um, but I just, it's, it's a beautiful zone too. Like, it's just, it's so pretty. I I've been doing all the side quests. I got to see Stibbins. I was very, very <laughs> yes, happy. That was, awesome. that was a great quest. Um, so I'm not finished with the storyline yet. I don't even know how close I am to it. Um, I like that they kind of bring in the dark brotherhood just a little bit, but I'm not going to go any farther on that. Um, I just, I, I'm really enjoying the storyline. Like it's not at all what I thought it would be. And I like it. Like I, I'm really enjoying it. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Uh, so my plan for this next week is, or just my plan for this future is to continue doing the storyline. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited about the new dungeons coming out. Um, like I just took a break from like progging and all that stuff. Cause I was just, yeah. I was burning out. I just, I wanted to just do story um, and just kind of just completely veg and just immerse myself in a story. And that's been really, really nice for me um, with, uh, with everything, you know? And, um, and then on top of that, um, when I'm not doing ESO, uh, I was feeling super nostalgic, so I went to my Xbox on Game Pass and went and s- started playing Fallout 3 again because uh, it just launched on Game Pass So just recently. So I have started playing Fallout 3 again, and oh my gosh, I like just nostalgia chills. The minute I started and the music played, and I just was like, oh, I feel at home. This is great. So that's what I've been doing. It's been really fun. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. How about you? I well, I I'm still in busy. It's still summer mode, which means that yeah, people are around all the time, and I'm out doing stuff all day. And then when I get home, I'm like, I've been in the sun all day. I need to go to bed because I'm gonna pass out. Um, and then with babies and stuff like that, I've been honestly, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing again. I got like really into it and shout out to Hyperpixie again for the Morrowind theme. I went back and found Hyperpixie's tweet from like a year ago of how she made Morrowind's theme song appear in Animal Crossing. So I went and redid that again so that I could get that all in there, which was really fun. But a lot, yeah, a lot of our, um, time, my, a lot of my time has not been in Elder Scrolls, but I have got into do a little bit of stuff. Uh, I had like a day off from work, so I got to play a bunch of uh, Blackwood. So I've gotten further. I think about halfway through the storyline now. I've gotten past the point that I did when I was on the preview server. Nice. So I've just been kind of like flying through the quest right now because I'm like, I just want to get there, but I haven't had a ton of like, I haven't had that like good, like three or four hour chunk of time to just like really dig in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah that like big chunk so i've been playing but like i'll be like 30 minutes then i'm like i have to get up again and go play something else so i haven't really got a huge like just like meaty chunk of time in eso right um i'm really liking the blackwood story though from what i've been able to do like it is I, i agree with you it's not what i expected it to be at all yeah i expected it to just be like and this is not really a spoiler but i expected it just to be like straight deadlands fighting dagon like punching him in the like his rock hard abs um why, why you gotta bring that into us like 
How can I not? That's all that anybody ever talks about. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I do not. Gross. I did. Yeah, no. Well, um, <laughs> you can't even. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been really good. It's really refreshing. But I, I, but again, it's like I really want to do it when I have that chunk of time that I can just sink my teeth into the game and just like focus and play. Um, I did get on stream on Thursday night again, which was really fun. Back into Oblivion. Okay, um, nice. So we've been doing some more murderating for the Dark Brotherhood, which is really really fun. Uh, speaking of rock hard, Maddie God, hilarious. Um, the other thing I've been doing a bunch of outside of the game, because like, I haven't got the, is I've been reading the Stormlight Archives, which is a fantastic book if you haven't read them yet. I highly recommend them. They've been phenomenal. But part of that, what's really interesting, is it made me really wish that this like kind of dry spell between Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls Six. I really want more Elder Scrolls novels. Mm. Like the two that we have are fine. They're not my favorite pieces of literature. They're not poorly written. They just don't feel to me as if they're like 100% Elder Scrolls stories. They feel a little bit like there's like in each of the books, there's like three or four storylines going on at any given time. And a couple of them feel like they're just generic fantasy that was then added into an Elder Scrolls universe. They're good. They're well written, but it's just it's not that thing. But I really would love more Elder Scrolls stories leading up to Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, like that would be really that would interesting. Be good. Like, like some really some like stories about like what happened after Skyrim that happens between the time of like the games or something like that, or go way back and do some more like stories about like the mythic like or like the dawn era do some crazy stories about that and like have a novel set with some characters that we can really like get attached to and stuff like that like thinking i'm I'm thinking like because i've been reading a lot of brandon sanderson like mistborn and stormlight <laughs> archives so like those ones for sure and like a uh, witcher style like that kind of story set in the elder scrolls i thought would be like just loving yeah like first era novels from before even eso so that they're not stepping on any toes or even some like second era, third era stuff would be really, really cool too. So, um, in fun news, I got a new minivan, which was awesome. And it's a hybrid and I think it's really, really cool. Um, and I already got away. I was playing Skyrim in it cause I got the switch hooked up to the TV and I was like, Hey, Hey, I can play, uh, Skyrim in the minivan, which was really, really funny. I, I didn't like as I, I was trying I was spent guys. a while trying to test it to figure out how to make everything work and get it all working right and I was like the best one's gonna be the switch so I got the switch in there and I'm like I'm gonna play Elder Scrolls because like I needed an offline game so it worked yeah while I was driving too 100% just going down no it was while I was parked in my garage that's how they um, do it in Canada guys don't judge Jeez. yeah just completely um I remember there was like a thing uh there was a um a trend probably 15 years ago where they had to like make rules because NBA players kept pulling out the airbags from their uh, steering wheel and replacing them with TVs. What? This was a thing that kept happening. They had to make laws about it saying like you can't have it. Then that's why now TVs um, won't turn. Like if you have a TV in your car that like you can see on the display, it won't turn on while the car is in drive because they kept doing that. Anyways, another side tangent there. 
<laughs> we can have all the tangents. We can have all the tangents. We've had a lot of tangents. <gasps> okay, did the turtle or did the mud crab get bigger? The mud crab has not changed yet. Okay. I mean, it could. He could. <laughs> <laughs> Team mud crab guys. Watch, and then the turtle just swallows him whole. Yeah, and we'll be some funny things happening there. <laughs> um, outside of that, I've been doing some. I need to do some more dungeon farming. I really want to get Kinra's um for the build that I'm working on right now. <laughs> the mud crab's been changing. Um, outside of that, yeah, it's just been a it's been a weird couple of months. Like with summer happening, plus baby stuff. Like I've said, I feel like I've said this like a thousand times on the podcast now, and I apologize for repeating myself over and over again. But it's just been like a a weird summer of gaming. Yeah. Like the summer like news drought kind of thing happens where not that much happens, and then September is like holy crap, everything's happening. I was all like ah. Mm -hmm. That's uh, so be that'll August be busy for me. Yeah, August yeah. is gonna be very very busy, but. Um, but yeah, I think it's also because it just seems weird because, you know, last year we had COVID, you know, yeah. going on. And so everyone was holed up at home. So you could play all the games you wanted, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like it was like, um, full, like here it was like full lockdown too. Like, yeah. And so for now, you know, now that everything's opening up and people are getting back to a normalcy of, you know, just living their lives and being out there, you know, playing games in, in as, you know, like it's not like yeah. the forefront, you know, cause yeah. I, think, yeah, I imagine there's a lot of people that are feeling that too. So yeah. Awesome. Well, that kind of wraps it up for me. And I think that kind of wraps it up for the show tonight. <laughs> the mud crab won. We got to the <laughs> end of the mud crab. Team mud the mud crab! crabber took, took over. Then consumed the turtle has some turtle stew no he's just giving him a really big bear hug turtle's not even there anymore okay they're not fighting they're bonding guys they're not together. fighting they're not fighting they love each other <gasps> where'd the where'd the where'd the turtle go <laughs> where'd he go the circle of life no <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for joining us <laughs> on our surprise <laughs> surprise episode of the podcast. We're glad you guys could stop stop in and hang out with us, even though it was kind of unannounced. <laughs> Doc, where can folks find you now that you're back from vacation? I am back. Um, so you guys can find me, Dr. Hudat219 on Instagram, Twitter, Discord, PSN. Um, and on PC though, I still haven't hopped on the PC in a minute. Um, You're I really not need alone. to. I really need hey, to. Hey, what are you doing I Thursday night? It. Is the Elsewhere event started yet? I it starts on Thursday. Yeah. Do you want to do Sunspire? <gasps> Ooh, I am intrigued. Yes. I would like to do Sunspire. I have Maybe not we'll done do any a Sunspire stream with my poor little baby tune on PC, but, we'll, but I we'll would just do, do it. normal Sunspire. Like, <gasps> yeah, that'd be let's fun. Let's do it. Okay, we're going to do anybody who wants to go on PC and do normal Sunspire with us on Thursday, send me a message. You can join us. I mean, assuming there's not like it's 100 PC. people that want to do it, but PCNA. PCNA yes. will do it Thursday. We'll be on stream, so it'll be a lot of fun. And then I don't have to plan something. <laughs> awesome yes 
As for myself, I'm Pylon. I'm pretty much anywhere you can imagine online. P-Y-L-A-W-N. Follow me on Twitter. I'm getting close to a thousand followers on Twitter. And I feel like something <gasps> exciting off. needs to happen when I have a thousand followers on Twitter. It's been a while. So. Yeah. Yeah. A Blades workout video thing. Maybe we'll... T t <laughs> if I can get a thousand followers on Twitter... And before the 100th episode, I will do a 100th episode while doing a Blades workout the entire time doing the podcast. Like an actual podcast episode, but I'll also be doing a workout, so. You are famous. Maddie said you're famous. You are famous. Well, that might, it must be true. I'm Maddie not. never tells a lie, so. <laughs> he doesn't. No. So, no, you're, you're the famous one, so. Follow Pylon on Twitter to get more Blades workout content in your lives. And thank you all once again for joining us this week as we go on and <laughs> record the podcast. So thank you for joining us live if you did at twitch.tv slash UASP or thank you for listening to us on your favorite podcast platform. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us and listening to us ramble on about the Elder Scrolls. We'll keep doing it for as long as you guys listen to us. And on behalf of myself, Doc, and the rest of the staff at the UASP, we hope you guys have a great week and have some fantastic adventures in Nern. Thanks, you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are Dragon Breaks? How does Chim work? Where did the Dwemer go? And more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel.